Hey, it's Michelle here. I know you've got a lot going on. Kids, work, house, family, all the things. And maybe it's got you feeling not like yourself. But is it like I need a nap and a snack kind of tired? Or are you experiencing burnout? A recent study found that 83% of moms are experiencing burnout. And so many of you have asked me to do more coaching around burnout. So I am so excited to announce our brand new private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout. One thing I know about you is that you don't have time for another long PDF or a recorded masterclass that just sits in your inbox because you don't have an extra hour to sit down and watch it. So I created this five episode private podcast just for you. There are five short actionable episodes that you can access anywhere when you're making dinner in the pickup line or working out. And by the end of this series, you'll have an understanding of what stage of burnout you're at. Spoiler, there are three stages of burnout. And I'll give you my proven six-step framework to healing burnout so that you can start shifting the energy of how you feel and recovering from your burnout today. I want to encourage you While burnout is super common, it is not normal, you guys. You don't have to wake up every day feeling like this. You can heal. You can regulate your nervous system. You can unlock the stress cycle. You can restore your energy and you can heal from burnout. Click the link in the show notes to check out the private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout, today. Hey guys, Michelle here. Raise your hand if you feel like you've been doing all the things but nothing seems to really be helping. I know you've done the mindset work. I know you've tried to get yourself and your family organized. I know you've tried to exercise and you want to eat better, but do you still find yourself just kind of feeling blah or anxious or overwhelmed? They're still feeling really burnt out by the speed of life these days. I know I get it. And I was right in your shoes just a few years ago. But once I learned the science behind regulating my nervous system, And I really got a handle on a few simple balancing exercises that really helped me to get out of my head, which is really hard for a lawyer to do, and into my body and shift the state of my nervous system. Guys, everything changed. Incorporating these exercises for just a few minutes a day. It's all it takes, two to five minutes. It 10x'd my productivity. It allowed me to be calmer, more present with my kids, increased my performance and my creativity at work. It stabilized my mood and my emotions, and it even improved my sleep. And it's not too good to be true, guys. It's what naturally flows from a balanced and well-regulated nervous system. So I want to invite you to register now for my free live virtual workshop. It's called the Calm Mom Masterclass, and I'm doing it on May 3rd at 12 p.m. Eastern. I want to teach you what it takes to rewire your brain so that you have tools Tools that work for your body to help manage your anxiety, overwhelm, and burnout. Also, you can be that calm, centered presence at home and at work. And don't worry if you can't make it to the live event. Just be sure to register now, snag your seat, and we'll email you the recorded replay afterward so you don't miss out. Can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family. And sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom 
And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle here. Always so grateful you guys chose to spend some time with me today. I think this is going to be a helpful one. We're going to talk about co-regulation today. Because the truth... The science is that we're connected to those around us. And I know it seems obvious, but I really don't think it can be overstated. We cannot expect to raise children who are regulated, who know, right, who have good neurological fitness and know how to regulate their nervous system if we don't know how to do it. And then balancing our nervous system, I get it, it can be really, really really hard when all sorts of triggers are going off all around us in motherhood, right? And we're not well-resourced because most of us are exhausted and underslept and we don't have or make enough time to take good care of ourselves. So it's really easy to get triggered. And before we kind of jump into it today, I really just want to clarify that calm, and I say that in air quotes here, like calm isn't always the goal. It's not always the goal. Like I'm not an advocate of pretending to be calm. Your kids are going to smell that a mile away. No parent is always calm, right? No parent is always present. No parent is always positive or peaceful or whatever it is that Instagram tries to tell you. And that's okay because we are human freaking beings. Even the name of this podcast and we did a rebrand at the beginning of the year and we came up with a calm mom. Like I really had to pray over it and think about it because part of that name felt a little bit cringy to me. I have to be honest, like I know it rhymes. I know, you know, it's kind of catchy, but I didn't want to be part of the problem of putting more pressure on moms to always be calm because I don't think that's healthy. But calm mom rhymes and sounds better than the regulated mom, right? But that's actually the goal. The goal is actually regulation in our nervous system. So yes, we're going to have times when we're activated and we feel that upswing and we're going to have times where we feel the downswing. But the point of this podcast and the tools that I want to teach you guys is that you have exercises that when you have the ups and when you feel the downs, you can bring yourselves back to that equilibrium and that's regulation, right? So I call it calm, that calm is a state of regulation. Yes, sometimes being a calm mom is where we want to be. It can be a beautiful place, but we shouldn't put pressure on ourselves to always be calm because that's not how life works, right? Life keeps on lifing. It comes at us. We have seasons of anxiety, irritability, anger. We're going to have periods where we feel exhausted, depleted, burned out. But the key is to be fit enough in our nervous system that we can, when we're up, we can bring it down a notch. And when we're down, we can bring it up a notch. And that is the beauty of regulation. That is the power of regulation. 
So before we even get started, this episode is not to put pressure on you. This episode is not to guilt you or shame you. This episode is not to put this expectation that you have to be this like June Cleaver, fake, calm TV mom all the time. Like that's just ridiculous. So take a deep breath. Let's learn what we're going to learn today and start to put some of it into practice because you're worth it. It's worth it. All right. So teaching our kids that, yeah, life happens every day. There are triggers that will dysregulate us every day, maybe often, maybe maybe way more than once a day, right? And I just want to teach you guys the tools to handle that stuff. But like any kind of teaching, whether it's me to you or you to your kids, it's really hard to teach something that's not embodied, right? It's really hard to teach something that you don't know. Like I remember being in high school and having teachers where I would just like, I remember just shutting down because my BS factor was alerted. And I was like, yeah, this person's full of it, right? Like, I'm not going to learn anything here. They do not practice what they preach. Like, I'm I'm not here for it. And our kids do the same thing, right? It's really hard to teach something you don't know. So as a parent, I want to embody nervous system regulation and neurological fitness so I can be a better teacher of it to my kiddos, right? I want them to see me get irritated, <laughs> And it sounds weird, but I want them to see me get irritated because it happens, but I want them to see me use the tools that I have to regulate, right? I want them to see me sad because that is a normal, acceptable, a human emotion. And I want them to see that everyone has, has, has moments where they feel sad and they don't have to hide it and there's no shame in it and all of them is welcome and it's okay. So none of this is about faking anything. What it is about is about learning how to handle what life throws at us in a healthy way so that we can model that for our kids. Because when we become dysregulated, when we can't bring it back, right? When we lose control of our emotions, lose control of our words, lose control of our actions, whether we like it or not, we're teaching our kids something, right? We're always teaching them something, whether it's intentional or not. So if we, right, if if we, us, ourselves, if we're often dysregulated, we're going to be teaching our kids that it's okay to yell at people when they're frustrated, right? Or it's okay for them to throw things or hit when they're mad or, you know, whatever, however that shows up. And I've been there with you. Like I have yelled at my kids when I've just been at the end of my freaking rope and I didn't have any tools or resources or knowledge to balance my nervous system. Like, heck, yeah, I've been there and it wasn't good (laughs) and it made me feel like crap. And I don't have to tell you guys, like motherhood, particularly being a mom who works out of the home or runs a business or is in corporate or has her hands in a lot of different things, carrying the stress of all of that is really hard. It's really hard. And when we're doing it with a dysregulated nervous system, it's even harder, right? And I don't want to be modeling, you know, let's call it what it is. I don't want to be modeling these really poor coping mechanisms to my children. I don't want them to be emotionally volatile, right? Do I want them to express their emotions? Absolutely, 100%, without a doubt. Don't hear me wrong on this. All of their emotions are welcome. I deeply want them to feel what they're feeling, but it is on me to teach them and model for them how to do that in a healthy way, right? In a way that's respectful to themselves and to others, right? A way that's nourishing, a way that is compassionate, a way that is sustainable, right? A way that's going to help keep them healthy and free from disease. Because think about that word. Dis, disease is dis-ease, right? 
Dis-ease. What is dis-ease? A lack of ease. Not ease. Unease. It's anxiety. It's overwhelm. It's burnout. So if I can teach my kids these tools and model them for my children, it will help to keep them healthy emotionally, physically, mentally. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit, and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns. And they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. All right, so how does this all work? Well, we all have a social nervous system, right? A system of nerves and neurons within our body that allow us to interact with others. It's responsible for so many parts of our human interaction. It's responsible for how we communicate. It's responsible for reading cues, right? Nonverbal cues, understanding the emotions of others. It's responsible for our ability to regulate our emotions in the presence of others, right? Sometimes it's that filter. Sometimes it's, you know, seeing a sad movie and also tearing up. All of that is our social nervous system. And co-regulation is the process by which we can regulate our emotions in response to the emotions of others. So when others are happy, right, we tend to feel happy. When someone walks in the house and slams the door and is all in a bad mood and anger, like we tend to feel angry ourselves, right? It's because the social nervous system allows us to understand and share the emotions of others. And we have neurons, they're called mirror neurons. They're a type of neuron that's responsible for our ability to understand and share the emotions of others. They allow us to understand the emotions of others by by simulating the actions and emotions that we see in others. So how do we balance the nervous system of our children with co-regulation? I read this stat once that we actually share a nervous system with our kids for the first seven years of their life. The first seven years of their life. So co-regulation is so important when we're rebalancing our nervous system because that social nervous system is primarily activated when we're in the presence of others. It's true for us. It's true for our kids. We're fundamentally social beings, right? And our nervous system is designed to be regulated by the presence of others as much as by ourselves. So before our kids have a fully formed brain, before our kids have a fully formed nervous system, they need our help regulating. They need our help and they're going to feed off our emotions. 
our calm will bring them calm. I'm sure you guys have all experienced that, right? Your kids are amping up. You see them becoming dysregulated. Either they're getting really angry or really sad or whatever. And you just, hey, what's going on? Do you need a hug? Right? And you hold them close. Maybe you rock them. Maybe you, you know, hold them in a way that helps their nervous system to calm and they feed off your calm and you start to notice their demeanor change. The opposite is also true, right? When we wake up in a bad mood, we haven't had rest, something's going wrong at work, our partner says something that just triggers us, our kids feed off that too. Maybe they're a little more angry today. Maybe they're giving us a little more attitude today. Maybe they're a little more snappy and irritable today too. It goes both ways. But for me, I noticed that once I have the balancing exercises to regulate my own nervous system, right, what I was able to co-regulate and model regulation for my kids, like once I was able to do that, it changed. Now I was regulated. I could hold space for my kids to care about their emotions. Now that I was regulated, I could safely encourage them to express whatever was coming up for them. There was nothing too big. There was nothing I couldn't handle. The tantrums, the tears, the whining, I was regulated so I could handle it. It's so empowering for our kids for us to be able to do that. Because when we're dysregulated, they become dysregulated. And then all we want to do is shut them down, right? It triggers us. Be quiet. Send them away. Their expression, their attempts at regulating, right? Which is really what temper tantrums and whining and all of that is. It's their attempt for their little nervous system to try to regulate. When we're dysregulated, all that sounds like nails on a chalkboard. It's kind of like that whole, um, when you're in an airplane and like put your own oxygen mask on before helping anyone else with theirs, right? If we can first become regulated and have a handle on our neurological fitness, then we can help our kids do the same. And when I'm regulated, I notice I can teach, I can guide my kids about their emotions and their feelings and their actions. The part of my brain that I need to function in order to be a good teacher which really involves a lot of listening, right? I have access to that when I'm regulated. So then my kids start to feel that it's safe. It's safe to learn from me and they shift into a position of learning also. And then most powerfully, I think, is that they can see that they can find a calm even when they're upset because they can see me do it, right? They can find a sense of calm or regulation, right? Let's call it what it is, even when they're mad. Even when they want something or need something or they don't get their way, they can learn to regulate and express whatever it is that's coming up for them in a regulated state because they see me do it. Modeling regulation for them is so powerful. It's so powerful. And guys, learning how to do this, regulate your nervous system, feel the ups, but be able to bring it back down, feel the lows, but be able to bring it back up so you remain in that that window of tolerance. That can be really hard, especially if this is new. This is a new neurological pattern for you. If you've never had this awareness before or taken the action, right? This is new for you. It can be really hard at first. But when you commit to this, when you're mindful of your words and your actions, how they affect those around you, how the co-regulation works with your children, what you're modeling, particularly with the people in your family, right? It's all going to be reflected in your connections. So if you're listening to this and you're like, show me the ways, right? I want to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to teach my kids. Friends, sign up for the Mom Brain Masterclass. It's absolutely free. There's zero financial investment. It's going to be under an hour. 
I, you know, you get an hour of free coaching. Like, come on. I really think you should commit to making it live also. It's going to be on May 3rd at noon Eastern. It's still a few weeks away. So just put it in your calendar. Be intentional about attending. But even if you can't make it, if you already have something scheduled for that day, like register, sign up, just give me your name and email. What I'm going to do is I'm going to record it for you and I'm going to email you the replay. Because guys, the truth is that nothing changes if nothing changes. And I know you know this. So if there's a part of you that knows it's time for a change, this is for you, right? This is your sign. This is your call. Dive in. I can tell you from personal experience, it's so, so, so worth it for you and for your kids. All right. I love you guys. I hope you have the best day. I will see you again here soon. Take care. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.